Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 33. Broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe, it's the Matlock Show. He loves all things conservative politics, and if there's a microphone nearby, you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it. And now, a true original, the common sense conservative, here's your host, Matlock. Oh, yeah, it's Friday, my friends. It's always Friday at the Matlock Pad. Welcome into the bunker. It's also Red Friday. Remember, everybody deployed. Do me a great big favor. You see a veteran today, buy them lunch, shake their hand, say thank you, because without them, you and I wouldn't have anything that we are currently looking at today. Welcome into the program. It is Friday, and you know what that means. It's beer for brunch, my fella, ladies and gents, and we're going to have a good time. We've got another local brewery here out of Dallas we're going to be talking about. Welcome in the Matlock Show. I am Matlock, your host. I'm joined by Party Foul Steve. Hey, guys. How are y'all? There he is. Hey, do me a great big favor. Go see the advertisers uh, on beer for brunch. Here's what I'm going to do. Combatflipflops.com. Use Lock 2-5. Go do it now. Go to thematlockshow.com. Click on the Verve Forever link and get your CBD oil. You can use Verve 20, 30, or 50 to get your discounts, whatever you deem necessary. You've got to head over to Scars and Stripes Coffee. The link's at thematlockshow.com. And patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt. If you're looking for new cell phone coverage, go do it now. Just go do it. We love these advertisers. It's Friday. I've got Party File Steve in the house. We've got another beer we're going to talk about. I mean, Steve, I got to tell you, this is your pick this week. It is my pick. And I love it. I I, I love it because you picked. So we're doing these craft breweries, right? We're, we're doing this craft beer. There's 72 craft breweries in Fort Worth, Dallas area, right? The, the Metroplex. So Steve walks in with Four Corners Brewing, Brewery out of, out of Dallas. They've been around since 2009. And you brought in Local Buzz. It's a honey rye golden ale. Yes, and I saw the word buzz, and I'm like, that's our beer. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Party File Steve sees buzz. Where can they find Party File Steve? Tell them. Party File Nation. PartyFileNation.com. PartyFileSteve. Yep, at PartyFileSteve. You can find me everywhere. I love it. He is everywhere. Plus, WatchChad.com. You'll find him at the bar. I mean, that's a fantastic Studio setup. 22. There you go. He's a celebrity, and, and he's here. He is my sidekick. He's my compadre. He's my beer for brunch Friday guy. I mean, we love it. We're going to talk life. Hey, real quick shout out to my son-in-law, okay. Rich Kepsel. Okay. He was just came back from Germany. He's been deployed for over nine months, wow. and he's back home. Thank you. And we're, and we are very proud service. of him. Yes, and, and, and fantastic. Thank you so much, Party File Steve. We love our veterans here. Absolutely, it is, it is always it is always Red Friday. Always remember everybody deployed. We love, 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 love. But on Fridays, as you know, we get rid of politics. We do. We'll, we'll, we'll throw a little in. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll throw a little bit in just for a little pinch. But we have a good time talking about beer. We do. So you you bought this beer because it said Buzz. I saw Buzz. I saw a big B. Well, but it's a on, B. It's not. It's I, not like but. It's not like your Buzz from beer. It's like no. buzzing, like you're going to get stung. Well, I saw the big B, and I thought automatically thought honey. And yeah. yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. So I picked it up, and I've never had this beer at all. Well, that's why we do this, though. I mean, if you really think about beer for brunch Fridays, this is why we do it. Because we want to try different beers. And I'm going to tell you, I, I've, I've been doing this for a long time now, and I've resurrected it, and I'm so glad you're along for the ride because we're going to blow this damn thing out. I am. I, I mean, we're going to have a good time. This is a great idea, something that I wish yeah. I would have came up with. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You're, you're here, and it's fantastic. But everybody learned about Steve last week. Go back and listen to the podcast last Friday, Beer for Brunch. I mean, it's on the Matlock Show. It's everywhere. iHeart, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, you name it. It's everywhere. Go find it. You found out about Party Foul Steve last week. This dude, he might be the most interesting man in America. 
I don't know about that. You look like Jesus. I'm going to say that. He's got his beard and his long hair. He's got his Astros cap on in here. We're sitting in the bunker here in Fort Worth, Texas. Hey, we're, you know, we're kicking butt in the playoffs. Oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. And I'm not an Astros fan. I'm a Braves fan. And we're going to watch, we're going to watch them hopefully beat the Cardinals. But I'm going to tell you, we were talking last, we were talking last week and the Astros, they got a good team. They do have a good team. They they've got a good team. Regardless of what they do from here on out, yeah. they had they have a good team. I mean, the talent level is amazing. I mean, I'd put them in the Yankees, boom, boom, boom. I mean, they're right there. They'll they'll give the Yankees everything they want, probably more. Yeah. I mean, Verlander and Kale are unreal. Cole. Cole. There oh, we go. Oh, there you go. I'm not an Astros fan. <laughs> I was trying to remember what they said and I was drinking last week. So there you go. Yeah. But uh this local buzz. So, Steve, first of all. It's uh, five point two percent alcohol by volume. It was a when I picked it up and I looked at it, I'm like, that's a little weak. It's a lighter beer. It's a lighter beer. It, it, it is a golden ale. It is with honey rye. So I like rye whiskey. I don't know about you. I, I'm not a huge fan of rye whiskey because it's dry. Yeah, it's yeah. very dry. Very dry. But you got a honey rye golden ale. The can is. I, I will tell you the thing I always look for when it comes to this kind of stuff is the marketing. Yeah, I get my beer. By the way it looks. Yeah. And when I don't know the beer, when we've never had it, I look at the marketing. So they got they got a cock on there. I mean a rooster. Sorry. Yeah. I, I meant a rooster. Four Corners Brewing Company. Uh, they were founded in 2009. They're in Dallas, Texas. 72 breweries, like I said here, in the Metroplex area. Um, the nice thing about this, I'm an IPA guy. Yeah. And it, it's got an IBU, which is the International Bitters Unit, if you don't know what an IBU I, is. I know now. IBU is the International Bitters Unit. It's how bitter the beer is. The more I, the IPAs are more bitter. The ales, the lagers are not. They're smoother. The pilsners. So this has got a twenty score on the IBU, and so, uh, okay, I don't I'll, know what this thirteen degree Plato is, but it's kind of cool. Okay, let me ask you. Let's go back to the IBU. Okay. On a scale of what? So this is a twenty. Is I, I don't know what the scale. The, the, the highest IBU I've ever had was one forty. Oh. This is way low on way, that. Way low so. on that. And that was very hoppy. And we were talking about that. So what happens, they roast these hops to get a different flavor. And then that brings out the bitterness. Okay. That brings out that metallic-y aftertaste that a lot of people don't like. Because last week, we did an Oktoberfest. And you said, oh, it, it drank so smooth. Yeah. It, it, there was no the, bitter aftertaste. No aftertaste. It was really good. I'm interested to see how this tastes. But tell them about the can. The can. No, I didn't realize that when I picked it up. Yeah, so, you didn't. So I get here, and we pop the top on it, and the whole top of the can comes- We pop comes, the top. I think somebody sang a song about that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But we pop the whole top. Yeah, the whole the top. The whole top so, you know, It's like a cup. Yeah, so you, when you actually open this up, and I've had, I've had some Four Corners Brewing before, so I knew about this. He did not. But when you pull on the- It's a tab. So it's got a big tab on it, and you pull it backwards, and it cracks it open. And then you literally pull the entire top of the can off. I like so that. So it becomes a cup. It, it becomes a cup, and it you can drink faster. Yes. You know, <laughs> I, I was telling Party File Steve, it's so funny, and we all have these stories of, of, of back in the days. But I was in college. And I remember, you know, you drink a lot in college. I mean, you're partying, you're living, you got roommates. You know, I was a baseball player, the whole deal. We had parties every other weekend. But I remember sitting around, and back then, you know, they had the little top, they had the little, um, you you would crack it open, the, the little opener, and then you'd flip it back, and then you had a little tiny hole. Yeah. And I always looked at my buddies, and we'd be sitting around drinking, I'd be like, wouldn't it be easier if there was a bigger hole? I mean, everybody wants a bigger hole, but anyway, you know, wouldn't it be, you know, the beer would come out better, you know, less air, you know, aerodynamics, all that stuff. And you got this little tiny little dime size hole in your can. And you remember, and even if you go back even farther, we talked in that, what that podcast last week where it was the tab pull off and that was a little teardrop. I mean, little tiny, tiny opening. Yeah. And the beer just didn't come out as fast because we're all a bunch of alcoholics. I mean, I know (laughs) how that goes, but you had that little tiny hole. And I always said to my buddies, wouldn't it be better to have a bigger hole and then what did Coors like what did Coors do they uh, came big, out with the big mouth big mouth the big mouth opening i missed my million dollar chance yep you sure did i hate that i was i was way above the curve i was way ahead of the curve on the opening of beer cans but i'm telling you four corners is taking this to a new level the whole top of the can comes off that's crazy all right we gotta try this right, we gotta try I'm this a, take a drink all right take a i'm drink. gonna take a drink yep take a drink and you ne- tell them you tell me all right, I will, all right. and I've never had this before. I have never either, and so, I'm not a, I'll tell you. I'm going to preface this with, 
I'm not a sweet honey guy. I don't like a honeyed whiskey. I don't like honeyed anything. Me either. So I've, let, had, I've had a few bad experiences with a honey whiskey. <laughs> with a honey badger is what he meant. Honey badger. Give it a taste. I, yeah. I want to hear what your initial reaction to this beer is. Oh, he's thinking. He's got a little little froth on his on his mustache. What do you What do you I, think? I'm liking it. It's smooth. Smooth. I don't taste any honey. What what did did what did it taste like to you? What 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 do, what do you think that it tastes like? Just a lager? It's supposed to be an ale. I, do it again. Let's go. So this is this is beer for brunch Fridays. Oh, he's thinking lager esque. Lager esque. Is that? But there's no there's no there's no aftertaste. Well, no yeah, the, bitter, bitter, the bitters are real low, it's so low. there would there would be no aftertaste. It would be a straight through the body of the beer from finish from start to finish. It'd be probably pretty smooth. And I'm not tasting any honey. I'm not tasting any honey. So it wasn't really sweet. Not sweet. But overall, you'd give it, the beer it, on a, on a, on a scale of one to ten. What would you give the beer? About a six. Okay, six, six or okay. seven. Fair, I mean, there's fair nothing. Enough, fair I enough. mean, it's a it's a light beer. I mean, to me. You might can taste honey. Your palate's probably a lot better than mine. No, but I can tell you, I just took a drink. There is really, there's no flavor at the front end, and it's got just a touch of bitter at the end. So that IBU is there. You can taste it. It really, if I had to say my scale four, and the only reason I say that, I thought if you're looking at a honey rye, you'd have a little bit more sweet. That's Because you can taste the rye. I can taste the rye in this very well. It's a very dry rye with a very, all the way through the beer. It's consistent all the way through with just a little bitter at the end. Yeah, but it's not. It's not a. It's not a no. big kick of bitter no, at all. No, and this is the beer that you would be on a canoe on 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 the river. You'd be camping. This is an easy drinking. I'm thinking beer. I could drink it all day. Yeah, it, okay. it, it's a five percent, so you're not going to get hammered because you know the the normal Coors Light, Bud Light, Miller Lights are about four point two. So you're not overly like a normal craft beer, six to seven percent. Yeah. That that one we had last week was I think six and a half. Yeah. I've had the Dream Crusher from Deep Ellum, which is nine. I mean, as you get up there, I've had a. We ran into the guy, so we were skeet shooting a couple weeks ago, and I ran into the Oak Highlands Brewery guy. Oh, nice! And in their beer, they've got a triple. Uh, it, it's a Belgium type beer, a uh, tri- uh, triple sec beer that is about ten percent by volume. And now you want to talk about getting hammered? Drink one or two or three. Of they those. only sell those by four packs, yes, right? They only I, sell, I think and I that, heard about those, and that's weird. I, I'm glad you said that. Because I had never seen that coming down to Texas, because up in Indiana, there's not a lot of craft breweries, but you come down to Texas or 72. I had never seen beer sold by the four pack. That's always I, by the six or the 12. And every craft brewery down here, I've noticed, only sells it by the six pack. Okay. Or I, th- four. I think the four pack thing is also not only just, you know, they sell it because of the high volume, but it is a selling point. Right. Oh, you can only get it in a four pack. Well, but it's high octane. It, I mean, it when is you really octane. look at but, it, it's high octane. But that kind of makes you want to go buy that. Right. Oh, wait. Like they're different. Specialty. They're special. Yeah. You're not so, buying that at Walmart. We no, talked about that not, last week. You're not buying not, that You're at not buying that at Walmart. Don't go to Walmart to buy your yeah, beer. Don't, don't go to Walmart and, to buy anything. And I don't care where you live. Go find your craft breweries. Yeah. And, and go find your stores that sell that because... Those are good beers. And you'll run across some beers that are not so good. Right, right. And you'll be able to eliminate. And I'm sure at some point we're going to go, uh, I'm not going to go buy that and bring it to the house. Right. But I can say about this, just after a little bit here, I would I would buy this again. Oh, I would drink it. I mean, like I said, on I, and I'm kind of, my bias is a little higher than yours. I've been doing beer for brunch for a while. Yeah, you're, so I, and I you're am, a beer guy. And I am a beer guy. I'm a, I'm a whiskey guy. So yeah. I'm a, and, I'm, and even... I'm a, I'm kind of, run. I, I'm a Jameson guy. No, no. I, see, and I'm trying like, to convert you to Tullamore. Yeah, I because Tullamore is like Kool Aid. I, I like it. Well, I'll tell you a good story. And we talk about all kinds of alcohol. Hey, guys, make sure you check out the podcast or where it's found. But uh, buddy of mine back in Indiana, I'm a Jameson guy too. You, you, and you're like me. You can go to any bar and get Jameson. Yes, and that's yeah. probably why. Yep. That I, more so because. Of all the travels, very easy. Anywhere yep. I go, every airport, every bar yep. has Jameson. Everybody of does. some type of Jameson. It, it, it's one of those things that is a, a mainstay at most any bar. But my buddy, 
I, he camps all the time up in Indiana all summer long. They bought a fifth wheel to pull behind their, their, their truck and they go out camping. They invited my wife and I to go out camping one time and we went up there and he says, Hey, you got to try this. And he had to tell them more do. I love it. And you're sold on it now because oh, I saw the big bottle. Oh, in there. I got them everywhere. I mean, <laughs> look, there's some mainstays in the lock house. And Telemore Dew's one, Woodford's another. We've got some. My wife loves Bacardi rum. I mean, if we're talking hard liquor, and some days we yep. will do liquor instead of beer. Okay. It happens I, because good. you know how many distilleries are in oh, Dallas. It's insane. It's crazy. So we're going to hit all of the liquors, all the beers and whatnot. But, you know, I, you're right. My palate, I like a good beer. Yeah. And I have made a lot of really good connections with these local brewers. And I got a lot of favorites. And I found, I'll, I'll tell you what I really liked about Beer for Brunch. I found a lot of great beer to drink. Yeah. That, that's real. I've got some favorites now. I've got some not so favorites. But I will tell you, out of this beer, and once again, I'm not a, you could ask my wife, for, for whatever reason, I've never been a sweet guy. I don't like cookies. I don't like brownies, nope. a cake, chocolate. I'm not that guy. I agree with you. I'm not a big sweet eater. Now, I would go eat. My wife makes cookies. I'll go eat one cookie. Yep. Then I'm good. You then can put you it away. You got a fighter for him? You got a fighter yeah. for him? No. I, yeah. I was like, I'm done. So <laughs> she makes she makes banana pudding. That's amazing. I know how you feel about uh, bananas. I like, well, I, so there, <laughs> I, I, there's, so Party File Steve, there, there's, and you all know this from the, the cartel. There, I can only eat a banana at a certain ripeness. That's yeah. it. I mean, if it's too green, no, because too hard. Yeah. If it's too yellow, too mushy. There is a little window. There's a banana window that's perfect, and if I don't find it, I can't eat them. And that's same way with an avocado. Oh, there you go. You think See, about we're, it all, because, we're all freaks. I mean, it's like there's avocado. There's a day I'm like, ah, but the next day, and then the next day, it's overwrite. Yep. And I'm like, no, it, it, I'm done. You, you understand exactly what I'm saying because I, I'm that way with bananas. So I'll tell you, I can, I can taste that bitterness. It's okay. not a lot, but I can taste it in the end. And what's happening is that rye is co-mingling with that. So it's even drier. So this right here is a hot 95 degree Texas day where you want to cool off and you're going to yeah. drink this by the gallons Yeah, because, no. and you're going to get drunk. I, mean, I agree, and I probably I probably should not come in drinking coffee right before we do this. Well, you know, coffee's good. I, I'm a coffee guy, but speaking of which, scarsandstripes.com. Get over there, empower a veteran, because they're a great sponsor of the show, but coffee's good. Yep. I love coffee. Are, are, how do you take your coffee? A black. Me too. It's I normally a, black, I, and, I, and if I'm here, depending on the coffee, uh, like a Scars and Stripes or an American Pride Roasters coffee that we had over at Mojo or a Black Rifle, yeah, I will drink those black because I, I know what they are. But like a Folgers, a Maxwell House, like you're talking the Bud Lights, the Miller Lights of coffee, I'll put a dab of cream and just a stick bit of sugar. Not a lot. Just to take that because I think these generic coffees is what I call them. They're not, once again, the craft coffees like you would get from a Scars and Stripes. They're, they're, they're bitter. Yeah, they are. I don't like, I don't want my coffee bitter. I want it full flavored. And if you got a full flavored coffee, I'm drinking that sucker black. I'm the same way, and now I'm really uh, what, a bougie. Is that the right word? <laughs> a bougie, yeah. Because bougie. now, yeah. Uh, and for the last year and a half, we grind our own beans. Oh, well, I, I, oh, I, I would have never done that. Party foul grinds like, his own beans. I said I never would do that. And, and then, then you did. Yeah, well, for last year for Christmas, Chad bought Tony, my wife. Watchchad.com, by the way. Bought her this coffee machine that grinds the beans that does the espresso i want to work for the, chad how do yeah, i get I a coffee like, machine i'm like that is it's great so now i'm like no i want to grind my own beans I, uh, do you some, like that better i mean it's probably fresher right it is fresher yeah but somebody makes a pot of coffee i'm like okay i can drink i can drink right that. there's right, no right. problem but if i have the option yeah i'm gonna go grind my beans fresh he's gonna party files grinding his beans i'm grinding my own beans yeah he's grinding beans baby over there in texas he grinding beans i love that though but i'm, I'm coffee is like it's beer to me it's like when i i'm a connoisseur of that i grew up i i mean i can't do a show i can't do a matlock show unless i'm drinking coffee yeah i mean that's just the case i mean and as bad as that is i probably drink too much caffeine i get wired up because i'm already a wired guy i'm already loud and i'm already excitable and i'm already passionate you put coffee on that uh look out you are the loudest guy that I know. I'm the loudest mouth Wait, in the South. 
But that's the moniker. But because of my hearing deficit, I don't know if that's the right word, but it doesn't bother me at all because I never miss a word you say. You know, it's funny because we were out with with Steve and his lovely wife Tony last week, and we were talking about our ears. Now, I, I've told this story before. It, it, it's a fast story. When I was a kid, I, I, I got double pneumonia. I was sicker than hell. I was a very sickly kid. They removed my adenoids. They removed my tonsils because I was all the time having ear infections. Well, I got double pneumonia one time, and it ruptured both my eardrums. Yeah. And the doctor said, you know, he told my my folks, well, they'll grow back over. And what happened was, and you've talked about this too, and I'll let you tell you a story in a minute. My right eardrum grew back over. Scar tissue, mind yeah. you. But I have about 70% hearing in my right ear. It's my best ear. When you see me, I'm on the phone. I'm on my right ear. I've got my right headphone in because that's how I hear. My left ear, I lost over 50% of the surface of the eardrum. So it never grew back over. So if I wanted to go swimming, earplug. If I got into the shower, I had to be very careful. Because when you get water in your inner ear, infection is instantly. Not good. It, it, and I'm telling you, you want to talk about pain, you know, it's disgusting, crap flowing out your ear, it's painful, it's right up there by your mouth. I mean, it does all kinds of things. So about four years ago, we had maxed out our insurance, we hit our deductibles, so I decided to go get a new eardrum at the ear, nose, and throat guy. $26,000 later. Thanks, Obama. <sighs> I know. $26,000 <laughs> later, my hearing in my left ear went from 30% to 45. So I have 45% hearing in my left ear and about 75 in my right. So I'm a very loud guy. But the really the upside of all this, I was telling you there at the cigar lounge, my voice never gives out. Yep. It's been trained for years to be robust and loud. So even when I'm having throat issues, I'm still loud. Now, you had the same thing. You've got some scar tissue in your ears. I, I do. My, mine's a little different from yours. I was born with adult-sized adenoids. Well, see, which, you were just ahead of the curve. I was. So, closed <laughs> off the eustationary tubes, Yeah, which caused my ears to rupture. So, I mean, I never hurt, and it, it hurt my hearing. So, I didn't hear until I was age of two when they removed my adenoids. Isn't that something? My mom kept taking me to doctors, and this was, you know... I'm not this has myself. been a while been ago. Been a while ago. Steve is old. Party foul's old. So she would take me to the doctor and say, he can't hear. Yeah. When they would clap in front of me, and I would respond. And she would say, no, he's responding to your movement. The movement, not, not the Not the hearing. She right. knew. Because at two years old, I couldn't speak. I would say, like, I could say, wah-wah. Well, look at you now. Yeah. God, I, God, I can you're barely. You're good at it. <laughs> so, no. so anyway, finally uh, found a doctor in Houston that believed her. Right. And he says, went in and did everything. And, oh, he has adult size adenoids. His stationary tubes are closed off. And that's caused. So even after the removal of adenoids, my eardrums ruptured yeah. multiple times until the wow. age of six or seven. Damn. So when I did go and fast forward to when I went into the Marine Corps, yes. I had to go in on For a, a waiver. Yeah, you had, you had to go physical, in a waiver. Right. They look, as soon as they looked in my ears, oh, you're your eardrums are all scar tissue. And so I, but I did pass most of the hearing tests, but they let me in on a waiver. Yeah. And basically that waiver says that I'm never, I can never sue the government. I can't go sue the government. Hearing something or being in a position, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so, you're not going to get any disability from it because you already have no. it. So I grew up with a, a bit of a speech impediment where people, when I went to school, said, Oh, they would call me names and yeah. be picked on. But, and they would say, they would call me hair lip. Which I'm not, but well, I had a got, nasally. You, you got a hairy lip. Yeah, I mean, hairy lip. Now. Yeah, yeah, you got but a hairy lip. Now. I had a I had a nasal yeah. well, tone you, to me or whatever. Well, it sound. It's uh, people but, don't realize how important your hearing is. It when it comes to your speech, when it comes to even hearing people communicating, how you communicate and that stuff. So we work together. I mean, look. God brought us together. Yeah. We got the two hearing impaired guys <laughs> drinking beer in a studio in Fort Worth. How fantastic it, is that? It is fantastic. And I always, I always, I had a friend of mine uh, from school, that one of those that picked on me a yeah. little bit. Yeah. He's like, dude, I listen to you every day. And I'm like, the <sighs> irony, the irony there. Fantastic. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> who are you <laughs> yeah do i know you oh you you tell the yeah. story i want you to tell that story because I, I get this a lot too which is kind of funny because we're in the podcast world yeah. you know i'm not doing video here it's just a podcast we're sitting in a studio we're, we're sitting in front of mics we're drinking beer we're in my house you know but 
I have a video television show, but most people don't watch the video. They listen to the audio. Well, you were somewhere a couple, two or three weeks ago, and what happened? We were, uh, I want to I say we were in Omaha. Oh, I, I love I, Omaha, Nebraska. I, I, Great town. I, I believe it was Omaha, Nebraska. I'm in the hotel lobby. Okay. And I'm talking to uh, Brian Hainer, who is a comedian. Yeah, the, the, okay. the Eagles of Liberty, the he, MAGA yeah, tour, the, the Maga Freedom tour. to Laugh, yeah, whatever he's, the hell uh, He was with Jeff Dunham for uh, all the years. With look, the it, look hold on, hold. Party files dropping names. We like, we like name droppers. Well, like panty droppers around here, name yeah. droppers. Okay. Well, anyway, so he's a friend. Yeah, yeah. And we're and we're on is. tour. Yep. We're doing this tour together, and me and him are standing down, or him and I, I don't know. Uh, we were standing down in the lobby, and we're having our cup of coffee. Yeah. And just hanging out, and we're just, just talking. The shit. Yep. We're not talking about the show. We're no. not talking about anything. We're just talking. There's a there's a guy checking out at the desk, which was probably oh, t- oh he wasn't checking you out. No, he was <laughs> he was checking out of the hotel. He was over at the desk. Yep. And he turns around, and I saw him, mm-hmm. and he was, and but I continue my conversation, and he comes over there and says, "Excuse me, I recognize your voice. Are you on a podcast?" Yeah, no, and I no. thought it was a joke. Okay, funny? I was like, yeah. "There's no who way." Who put you up to it? Yeah, who where, put where, you? Where, I, where, I, I did. I, where, where are they? I, I looked around, and he said, "And I said, yes, I'm on the Chad Prather show." Yep. And um, so he says, "No, I knew it." I listen to y'all every day, but I've never seen the podcast, so I didn't know what you look like. Right, and so I. But he recognized you by your voice, by my voice, and but I thought he was joking. I still thought he was joking. Nah, it's it fun. was like yeah. it was crazy. I love that. I, I I love stories like that. And speaking of which, we're going to hit our first story here because you know I've got this in, in party file. Steve and I are like you know let's talk about a few crazy things. It's non political Friday, Red Friday. Remember everybody deployed, but uh, I, I want to talk about this. Um, how often do you take yourself in? How often do you take pictures of yourself in a bikini, party file? In a bikini, yeah. uh, I don't think I've ever taken a picture of myself in a bikini. <laughs> I may if there's enough money. But a uh, let me let me read you this headline. This came from Fark, by the way. Job applicant outraged after the company shares her bikini photo on Instagram as a PSA. Public public service announcement. Did they uh, say, don't do this in your job application? Yeah, or what? Uh, listen to this. A job applicant shared her outrage on social media after a company she applied to, so she wanted a job, shared one of her personal Instagram posts along with a PSA for future prospects. Now, now that's he, he, as a company, that's wrong. Is that is that out of yeah, bounds? I, I can under. I, it is out of bounds for them posting it. Them I, looking into her social media. Okay, I'm okay with. I, I, me too. But, uh, because my, your life's there. I mean, when we is. look at our social media now, we're living in that world. You and I talked about it in the last podcast. I'm really glad there weren't cameras, social media, phones around when I was a kid because I'd be in jail, dead or something, or sued. I don't know. Some along that lines. But nowadays. We live in a very open world. I mean, you put your life out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Parler. I mean, there's so many. Snapchat. There's so many. Is it okay, first of all? Let, let's talk about this. Should a company be allowed to look at your social media? Yes. I agree, too. I, I, I mean, I, that's I, part of your life. You gotta a, be you got to be good about what you post, right? And as a, You do. And as a parent of children growing up in this you know, world of social media, I've always told them, be careful what you put on social media because yes. it's there forever. That's right. The, the you, internet is forever. It's as my son is mm-hmm. applying to law school right yes, now. Yes, sir. It's like, I'm like, son, be very careful. I understand your political leanings. I understand this, yep. but be careful what you put up there because it, they can look at that Yes, and they can determine what's public domain. It's yep. everywhere. It, it's the internet. So this company, Tells this 24-year-old girl, let's see if we can, Emily Clo, C-L-O-W. She's 24. She's from Austin, Texas. Oh, wow. Let's make Austin weird. Or Austin something. is weird. It is weird. Uh, recently, I love Austin. She, I lived outside of Austin for a long so, time. So Austin, I want to go down there. My wife loves, uh, it's ready to come out here, and I think it might have already, uh, Supernatural. Dean and okay. Sam. Yeah. I'm a big fan. But he has a brewery. That's weird. He has a brewery <laughs> down in Austin. Okay. We got to go down there someday. We'll, Maybe we do a show from Austin, from Dean's. It's uh, what, what? It's uh, Jared. Uh, uh, I can never think of his Pilecki or don't somebody yell at me. But uh, Dean Winchester, okay. he has a brewery down in Austin. Well, this this girl's from Austin. She recently applied 
for a marketing coordinator internship. Now, marketing says what? Social media, yeah. your, your profile. So that company's going to look. Did the company go overboard? Yeah, they did. They should have looked at it and said, okay, this we're, they're not who we want. Yeah. But don't go grab her stuff and post it as your, because they were making as it. As your warning. Their right. Warning is right. a warning, but somebody will, and I understand, it's a they have a sense of humor and stuff. I, yeah. I, I get that, but, you know. So what you're telling overboard. me, you think they're making her an example. Yeah. And, and that's not right. I, no, I mean, look, but what, yeah. this will get her. This will get her another job with somebody else because of, because of that. Because that's always what happens. Well, and I've always said this: any publicity is good publicity. And I think P.T. Barnum said it. P.T. Barnum said, "Hey, look, there's no really bad publicity. Just spell my name right. Absol- if my name's in the paper, you're going to go look and see who I am. So, does this help this young lady or does it hurt her?" Uh, Initially, I think it hurts, but I think in the long run, she'll be okay. I think you're right, too. I think as you see this, we're, we're talking about it on a Beer for Brunch Friday. You know, you're talking about this stuff. I think companies can go overboard with this. Now, my wife's in HR. I hear this crap all the time. Uh, you, you and I both know we would never make it in a company. No, absolutely not. We're they HR would... nightmares. I am. Yeah. I've proven that We were talking about that last Friday. I mean, we were talking about how terrible. I can't remember some of the stuff you said. But it would get you fired. It would. Yeah, me too. I mean, you know, I'm a walking, talking idiot most of the time, but that's why I do a radio (laughs) show. That's why we're drinking on a Friday. That's right. It's Friday. You know, the the, the funny thing is we live in, I hate to say this now, we're living in a society, I'm glad I'm not a child. I I have have a, you have four kids, you said? Four kids. How old? Uh, 16 to 25. Wow. So you got about like me. One left at home. I've got 18 and almost 21. And, and and I feel for my children. They, they were race conservative like me. I'm a very conservative guy. And so they've got some brains. But did you good. do that on purpose? Um, no, it's just who I am. Exactly. I mean, and that's, that's me. That's, Everybody's right. like, well, how did you raise your kids like that? I said, they were raised in my house. I didn't ever force anything on them. No, these are our it's, views. I mean, yeah. and, 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 you know, the funny thing is you and I talked about this off air. My parents are not overly political. Never have been. My mom and dad had never voted. Up until they voted for Trump. I never knew who my parents voted for until I was grown. Yep. So I, I can understand that. We never talked politics. Nope. Uh, I never heard politics in school. Yep. So even in college, I never knew I never knew what a uh, one of my college professors, uh, what their political belief was. You know, we were talking about that the other day, and I, I agree with you, Party File, because, you know, when we were in school, and you're a little bit older than I am, the teacher never told you what affiliation they were. You didn't know. You knew they were your teacher. They were a history teacher. They were your keyboard teacher. They were your science teacher. They were your physics teacher, math teacher, whatever. You didn't know what their political affiliation was. You're talking about your son. There's a survey. So let's talk about this survey. Uh, Let's let's blow this up a little. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. The survey, I I think it's over today. Oh, it could be. I I think it's over today. But he. Well, if it's not over today, go there and check. Where can they go check it out if it's not over today? Go to Party File Steve. Yes, go to Party File Steve on Facebook. On Facebook and see if that survey's still there. And I put that post up for that survey, and uh, the record for that survey for this uh, for his college class at UT Tyler, it was at about two fifty eight. We're well over five hundred people. Oh, have it'll, done be the more, it'll be more. It'll be more than com- that. Oh yeah. yeah, I know. He has to compile all this uh, stuff, and it's over the death penalty. Yeah, and just it's a very general. You know, what are your views yeah. kind of deal. It's like yeah. 10 questions. Maybe it takes like a minute oh, to do. Oh, yeah, I did it. It took maybe a uh, couple minutes. And, it, and more or less are looking at the demographics and the yeah. age yeah. and stuff like that. And how it and, breaks down. And how it breaks yeah. down. So, And he has to write a report on it. And Steve, so, party file blew him up. <laughs> so I really I really, messed, I really messed him up because he's like, Dad, I, I need some people to do this. Will you share it? Okay. Well, I share it. It almost went viral. Yep, well, I, I was right, like, right, so he's right. like, Dad. They're still doing surveys. It's like, <laughs> yeah, they are. Don't you love it, though? I, and that's the, I'll tell you, that is the one nice thing about social media is you can spread your work quickly. There's a lot of people on social media, and I love that. It, it, but you gave your son work, of course. I yeah. mean, he, he's got some stuff to do. He's got to compile those demographics and whatnot. But I love that aspect of it. So does he want to be an attorney? I he why did, well <laughs> why okay. okay my dad was a police officer yep you said since that. the age yep. of four yep 
you know, seeing my dad come home in uniform and stuff like that. We lived right next to my mom and dad. Yep. So he would see him in his uniform and stuff. He wanted to be a police officer. He liked okay. to sit in the cop yep. car, yep. all this kind of stuff. Of course. So all the way growing up, he's never changed his mind. And this is like the, you know, straight A student, just, you know, nose to the grindstone kind of kid. And so he gets, he goes into college, he goes into uh, criminal justice. He's army. He's also army reservist. I have to put that in there because at, at the age of, he came yeah. home, he came home at 17 and says, dad, I want to join the army. It'll God help bless. pay for college. God Will bless. you sign the paperwork? I'm like, yeah. hell yeah. Give it to me. Give <laughs> it to even, me now. And, and I was, you know, I never spoke to him about being in the military. Right. I think it's just growing up in our household. He knew that. You know, his cousins, his, his, his dad, you yeah. know, his grandfather, all military, just military family. Right. And uh, so goes into criminal justice degree. And in his, as soon as he entered his last semester of, you know, this criminal justice degree, he says, Dad, I've decided I'm going to apply for law school. Love it. And I'm like, we'll do it. And I don't. So what does he want to be? Criminal? Does he want I, to be a prosecutor, I, a DA? I, I can promise you he's, at least at first, because he's smart, yeah. he's thinking this out. He's like, you know what? I can go be a, a prosecutor right, or work for the district attorney, something like that, right. and do that. You do that for a certain number of years, so you learn all the tricks, I guess, and then go become a, def a criminal defense lawyer or something like no, that. No, but like anything I don't know. in life, party, Steve. I mean, you think about it, and I know you, you, you've talked about it. We talked about it in the, the podcast last week. You know, there are steps that you have to take in your life to gain that experience that makes you who you are. Yeah. And, and I feel like society today is trying to skip those steps. You know, you're never going to know. I mean, how many times have you been kicked in the ding-a-ling, punched in the mouth, and you thought, well, I'm not going to do that again? Yeah. And you learned. I mean, that's how we learn, Steve. I mean, I can't tell you how many times my nose has been bloody. I've been told no. I've been kicked in the ding-a-ling. And, you know, every time I took that example, that part, and I said, you know what? Don't do that again. And I grew. That's called experience. We're living in this microwave society where no one wants to gain experience no. to climb that ladder. They want because instant you, you don't, results. Yeah, you don't start at the top. I mean, we talked about this the other night, and I think it's a fantastic story. Go over to watchchad.com. Chad Prather toiled. I mean, worked his ass off for years before he became who he is today. Yeah, but he still, and it got, he still works that hard every day. Every day. Right, and I'm the same way. I've spent the last six years growing this brand, the, growing. Uh, we, he makes a lot of fun of me, t telling me that I'm lazy and stuff like that. But we really do work extremely hard. hard it, it's to, just not, you know. The thing is, we talked about this before. It's not the physical labor no. of 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 being out on that oil drilling facility or using your hands or breaking your back or using muscles, but you're traveling, you're in airports, you're scheduling, your merchandise, your shows, your content, your fans, your social media. I mean, you know it as well as I do. It's a never ending job. I just told my wife the other day, I said, I need an intern. I'm getting to the point now where I'm getting so busy that I'm trying to write everything down. And I have a really good memory, by the way. I don't forget hardly anything, but I'm trying to write everything down so I can get it done. Yeah, because there's just so many small things in in the big stuff that you have to do. I am constantly putting notes in my phone, oh. so I don't, so I don't forget. forget to. And it can be the smallest little yep. task that needs to be done. Yep. Put it in my notes. That way, I can look at it and go, "Oh, I haven't done this yet." And once I once I've done it, I delete it off there, and well, uh, it's just making a list and making sure I don't miss anything. Once again, that's social media, that's technology, that's where we're at. All right, so how do you feel about this beer now that we're about 40 minutes into a podcast? How do you feel? I like it. You're, I feel you're, you're about a halfway through that beer. We've been sitting here sitting. Well, now he's all the way through the beer. Um, not as I've, I've, I'll tell you what. As I've drank more of it, it tastes better. Yeah. 
But now, mind you, we've, we've been drinking for the last hour and a half. So, <laughs> you know, there, there could be a little, I'll give you a prerequisite. Oh, there was the crack. There goes beer number two for Party Foul Steve. Only it comes off. Oh, that, I'll tell you, one of the most fantastic things I've ever seen. But it's ingenious because, you know, think about it. Uh-oh, uh-oh, don't get that on the, the equipment here. There we go. Well, it, oh, Party uh, Foul created a Party Foul that's right it. on I air. Right I love on that. Air. I love it's that. A, we'll get a there, napkin later. There is beer. I, I put a lot of head on it because he, uh, it pours out so fast. It, it does. I poured it into a glass. Yeah, he poured it too fast. He got a lot of head. You can drink straight out of the can, but yeah. I like to I like to drink out of your beer out of your beer mugs. I got beer glasses. I yeah. mean, I got the finest china around the lock household. Right. That's what I'm telling you. I got the finest right. glasses. I, I've got a few beer drinking glasses, as you can see today. I, I, I enjoy, and I have. You know, you probably run into this too. People send you stuff all the time, right? All the time. I get glasses. I get T-shirts. I get stuff. They're like, try this, try this. Right. I'm like. Okay, you know how many beer pints I have in this house? Probably at least two dozen. Yeah. And, and okay, so I easily, what, what do you what do you got to say about that? Come on. But party foul, you you, you ran over with the beer, but we'll but get it did not run off. It did not hit well, no, the it board. Can, it cannot go into the yeah. board. So the, the the program will be done really quick if we run into the board. But we're just on the table right now. I will. We'll be all right. I will lick that off the counter before <laughs> it runs over there. Here we go. We're gonna lick it off the counter. Suck so, it off the counter. All right. So final story here. We, we've got a few more minutes of the podcast. We're drinking the beer. I'll tell you what. Go check out Four Corners Brewery if you're in Dallas, Fort Worth, 2009. They're fantastic. The beer's good. I'll, I'll give it, as we've went through the show, I think my four has now went to about a five or six. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a good drinking beer. Um, I've had beer that's a one. This ain't it. I've, oh, ha- I've had beer. To. I've had beer that's a ten. This I, is a I'm net. actually going to go try to find that beer that I thought was a one, and yeah. I'm going to bring it in for you. But I'm not going to tell you when. Stop. So one of these Fridays, I'm going to bring in a beer. You're not going to know which one it is, ah, and I'm going to let you make your own decision. Here we go. All right. So final final story here, a laugh because I go to Fark. Go to Fark.com. You can get all kinds of crazy, stupid stories over there that have nothing to do with politics. Listen to this, party file. Woman is forced. To apologize to the LGBT element of QP community after naming her rooster who laid an egg girl boy. And? I know. Girl boy. Girl boy. She, okay. wanted to hit, she wanted to hit both, you know? She's, yeah. Oh, I, I thought there were more than two sexes. There. Okay. <laughs> and, and by the way, you did you? you I, can't, I grew up on a farm. Okay. You can't. There are certain people that can tell, like a baby chick, yeah. when it's at birth, look at its wing and go, er, and they just pick it up. They look. They know if it's. I had an uncle that could do it. He could look at a chicken. He, he, he did, was he, a chicken savant. He, he could look at a chick. Today on the show, party foul Steve's uncle is a chicken savant. You're yeah. not going to get this anywhere else. Look at the wing and know if it's a a, a hen. How the hell would or, you look at a wing? I don't know. He did it. I like chicken wings. And he's like, nope, that's a rooster. That's a that's hen. A hen. That's a, he could do that. Well, how embarrassed would you be to name your roost to name your rooster a boy when he lays an egg? Okay. First of all, I'm not I'm probably not gonna name my chickens. Well, maybe I would. I don't have any chickens right now. I haven't had chickens in years, but But you've had chickens before? I've had chickens before. All right, all right. You're yeah, no, I grew up country boy. I grew up uh, on a good. I grew up yeah, on we, a we grew up I with say, chickens. I would say a farm ish. Farmish, farmish. Okay, we had chickens, we had rabbits. We there was did, times did, did we had horses. Did you eat the rabbits or did you just we you ate just the rabbits? Them? Oh, I love rabbits. We ate the chickens. I used to hunt rabbit all the time. Uh, rabbit and, is good. Rabbit and squirrel. And I can tell you, you can eat a rooster as fast as you can eat a chicken. Well, they're the same thing. Yeah, but a hen and a rooster is what you meant. Yeah, a hen, yeah. A, 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 a rooster is a chicken. Yeah, but you ro- know what I mean. You know, what, rooster, I, you can roosters, eat a rooster. Yeah, roosters don't lay. It's not going to kill you. Yeah, you, you know the funny thing is, roosters don't have girl parts. They have boy parts. They don't. That's how they make the eggs. Just saying. <laughs> For those of you who don't live on a farm, you need a boy and a girl chicken to make eggs. Well, not to. You can have eggs from a hen that are not fertilized. You oh, don't have to have a rooster. That is true, but they got to be fertilized to have a chick. It, to have chicks. That's you, right. They have to be fertilized. Well, yeah. It's, it's the and you can that... you can crack an egg open, and you can tell immediately if it's been fertilized. Look at this guy, and you know what? That's, I can look in an egg, and you know, especially farm fresh eggs. If you're doing farm fresh eggs, yeah. most of those have been fertilized. Fertilized because you have, and yep. you can, and you can see the little little white spot. Yep. on the yolk, and go, okay, hey, this one was fertilized. Only you're you're only going to get egg terminology on beer for brunch Fridays. Hey. I mean, look at that. We we got the egg professional 
Party file Steve. I don't know about that. <laughs> we haven't cracked an and, egg and, all morning. And we've got the <laughs> the rooster on Four Corners Brewery. I mean, you can't make this stuff up, kids. But I, I will tell you, we're, we're living in a society today. I, I pulled that story because it's stupid. It is stupid. I mean, who cares? It, it wasn't a rooster. It's a hen. So, but <laughs> It's a, a hen. I, I'm looking at it, and she renames it I know. to Rainbow. Yes. Which is LBGTQ. Yeah, you got to keep those crazy people under wraps. I know. It's like, you know, they they all get mad because you name something something. Yeah. It's a... Rainbow. It's a male and female. I know. Boy and a girl. Boy and a girl. So she calls it girl boy because she didn't... She probably didn't know. So she just named it girl boy. Sure. It's... Is it like Hellboy? You ever seen the movie Hellboy? I don't know. Remember Ron Perlman? Yeah. It, it was I, a, oh it, yes, it I was do a really remember. Shitty yeah, movie. It was. I mean, we talked about movies on Prather Show a couple of weeks ago about the movies you can't make anymore because yeah. of the woke. Uh, and it was so funny. You had texted me about some of them because I never. I mean, there was thirty movies, classics like Porky's, yeah, Caddyshack. Just, I mean, these are classic Americana movies. Blazing Saddles. Yeah, it was crazy, but it was a parody. And People you, had you, you know, cannot make them today. No. no. Or if it, you did, it would not be anywhere. You wouldn't see it anywhere. Well, but that's why you're seeing. I know your wife went last week and saw the Joker. And, yeah. You know, you're seeing these remakes. You're seeing all this regurgitated stuff in society. And, and everybody's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And, you know, I'm a comic book guy, but I saw the Joker already. Heath Ledger did it once. I mean, yeah. you know, it, can you do it different the second I don't think or third he, time? I, I'm not saying that Joaquin Phoenix, because I don't know. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix is a great actor. He's a weird okay? dude. But oh, Heath Ledger did a. I'm, I was like, I was satisfied with what he did. You know, my favorite so Heath, gonna... Heath Ledger movie. Which one? A Knight's Tale. Okay. I love that movie. I love that. I don't know why, but it's on TBS all the time. Every time it comes on, I can't turn it off. You know the other movie I can't turn off? What's Tin that? Cup. The Golf oh, Channel golf? plays Golf Channel plays Tin Cup the movie. I, I bet two times a week. Romeo. I love Romeo. Okay. As far as movies that you watch all the time, that you always see, Shawshank Redemption yes. is on every week. Every week, and so the Green Mile, Green Mile. Almost but if, every if week. Shawshank's on and I'm flipping channels, yeah, you just stop. I stop. You have to. Yep, I have yeah. to. I don't care where it's at because right. I know where it's at. Right. And I'm not a Tim Robbins fan per se. I like Tim I, Robbins. I, I don't dislike Tim Robbins. My favorite baseball movie, Bull Durham. Oh, Tim Robbins. Nice. Newt Lelouch. Yeah. You know, I don't dislike. You know, and I'm that guy. And we're going to finish up with this because we're getting toward the end here. I'm the guy that I don't care what your politics are. Yeah. I want to be entertained. Exactly. I don't, I don't care if you're a liberal. I don't care if you're a conservative. I don't care if you uh, you know, worship the idol mogul or, or the dirt god or the bark god. or the. I don't care. If you entertain me in a movie, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. And I'm all for everyone using their platform for whatever they believe in. Yep. Go use it. Doesn't mean... If I don't like it, I'm not going to watch whatever your platform is, but I'll still watch your movie. Yeah, and that's it's what it like, is. I, I can you know, separate. I can separate your politics from your ability you. to act. That's right, and thank you so much because I'm that way with football. I'm that way with anything. I don't want politics in my football. No, I, I, I want to be entertained for three hours. I want to watch grown men kick the shit out of each other. <laughs> I want to watch that. You know, I and moved it, down here to Texas, and everybody said to me, and I know you—you you, you really. We, we've talked about this before. Do you have a favorite football team? Are you a Cowboys fan? Well, I grew up a Houston Oilers fan. Oh yeah, and, and now they're it, the, te- the now they're they're in the, Nashville. The, they're the Texans. They are. They 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 moved no, to the, Nashville. Yeah, they, yeah, and the, I followed the, titan, the Titans Titans yeah. for a little while, and I just kind of fell off. And so the wagon, I just fell off. The, I was like, no, they're they're in Tennessee. I'm like, I really can't. They're not the Oilers anymore, right? So a little bit, you know, came in. The Texans are here, yeah. And I Houston. really tried, really, tried really hard. hard. I tried hard. hard. And my wife is a born and raised diehard Dallas Cowboy fan. Well, but she likes the Astros too, though. She's yeah, an Astros she's a, fan. Yeah, she's an Astros fan. She grew, was she, was in, she grew she, up in San Antonio. So. Was she an Astros fan when they were in the National League too? She, yes. Okay. She's been an Astros fan her entire life. Okay. She's, it's all about baseball until yes. baseball season's over. Yeah. She won't even look at football until... Oh, until, I know that. So we're setting up a TV because she wants to watch the Astros game. I yeah, get it. I get it. So that's... And so I've tried... I'm a... I was a Tony Romo hater. Yeah, I don't like Tony, so, Tony Romo okay. either. I love him as a broadcaster. As a football player, I always okay. thought he choked or whatever. But I used to, I, because of her, I would dog him. But I also found out at the same time, I'm watching every Dallas Cowboy game. 
Okay. Well, so you're I in beca- Dallas, though. Yeah, yeah. But I became, I kind of became a Dallas Cowboy fan because I was hating on them. I'm, a, I was a hater. Right. That, but I never missed a game. And then you grew. You're like and moss. Then, it grew it, on you. Okay. It's kind of like we get if you watch our podcast with Chad and stuff like yeah. that. And I go online and I watch YouTube yep. and I watch the, I rewatch the podcast on YouTube. Yep. And we have the haters that come on there, but it's the same haters. They're coming on there every day. Yep. Hating on him. Yep. And I'm like, and I say, hey, thank you for being a fan. Well, but Howard because Stern. Because they, they become yeah. a fan. Yeah, but Howard Stern made a living off the people who hated him. Yeah. And then, like you said, they stick around so long that all of a sudden they're like, oh, wait a minute. I kind of like this guy. Because they I've don't want to miss a word. He right. says. Right. I love it. So I moved down here to Texas. We're going to finish up with this. And everybody always asks me, you going to be a Cowboys fan? No. I'm a Colts fan. I, I'm die hard. The Colts came to Indianapolis in 84. I was 10 years old. We had no football team in Indiana until the Colts came. I have been a Colts fan my almost my entire life. And Peyton Manning cemented that for me. I mean, yeah. Peyton Manning was amazing. But, uh, hey, I'm going to hit the music here. I'm going to hit the music because we, we ran into the end of the show. Party foul, Steve, once again. Thank you. A, a fantastic beer for brunch. Four Corners Brewing Company out of Dallas, 2009. Check them out. We did the local buzz. The Honey Rye Gold Nail. You can take the whole top of the can off. How bad is that? Go over to PartyFileNation.com. WatchChad.com. Find PartyFile Steve. You can find me at Real Matt Lock on Twitter, Instagram, Parlor, The Cartel Man on Facebook. Do it all. You guys have a great weekend. We're going to see you next Friday. For today, the Matlock Show's out. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 30. 30.